So I was on a call yesterday with a spiritual companion of mine, somebody that I do spiritual direction with, and she asked a question about feeling lost and was explaining this just despairing feeling of, of just aimlessness and asked if I have ever dealt with that. And I say that with love and compassion of a smile because absolutely, um, I've dealt with that so much. And to be honest, I still deal with that. It may look on the surface of our lives that we have our shit together, but all of us are just doing the best we can with what we have to navigate this physical plane of reality. And sometimes it's easy to look at spiritual directors or clergy people or monks or others as having it all together and not feeling lost. But the truth is, the reason that we feel called to these roles is because not just simply that we have felt lost in the past and have gained a clear sense of which direction to go back then, but still today. Many clergy people, spiritual directors, mentors, monks, they are actively practicing navigating the path. And our role is to just simply share those findings with others, walk with other people into the truth, into the fullness. And so to answer my directee's question, yeah, I feel lost. And I've felt really lost in the past. I feel like I have a, a more decent sense of understanding where I'm at, but the way that I've got out of lostness and the way I continue to coach myself through lostness, just two weeks ago, I had crushing anxiety. I had a, uh, a tension in my chest that I had not felt in years. I had anxiety and anger that I have not felt in years a couple weeks ago. Out of nowhere, just came out of nowhere. I couldn't sleep. Uh, the chest pain was so bad. I'm not really doing it justice here. It was so bad that you know, I was just like, if I'm gonna have a heart attack, like fucking take my life. Like I'm over this shit. Like I got two kids and a wife and you know, spirit will figure something out to do. But if I'm gonna die, like just, just go ahead and take me. And in that crushing despair and that anger and anxiety. And so, yeah, I'm still navigating that. And as cliche as it is, I chose to rely on my practices in that moment. And I began to share with her in that moment what I was doing and, and what's actually worked for me. And I began to, against my own emotional rage, I began to remind myself, this is all a dream. I began to remind myself that this is the moment of practice. This is the incarnation experience right now. I signed up to feel the fullness of being a human Anger, rage, despair, self-hatred, all of those are elements of the human experience. So for me to think that that shouldn't be happening to me is to say that I shouldn't be a human. It's to understand these practices and understand the higher awareness beyond concept, beyond idea, beyond thought and theology, beyond moralism, beyond all of that, recognizing and truly integrating the reality beyond all of the things that are seemingly causing me distress, uh, frustration, anger, pain, anxiety, suffering. And in that moment, I realized this is 
the time that you are in the ring. This is where all the practice, this is all the sitting in meditation, this is all the breath work, this is all the plant medicine, this is all the deconstruction, this is all the shit that we're so obsessed with in healing and wellness circles. This is the moment. If I cannot navigate this feeling of anxiety and lostness and self-sabotage and despair, then all of that work is meaningless. And so I was able to share that in the moments of feeling lost and all of the feelings that accompany that lostness of self-sabotage and things, those are the moments of real life. Those are the moments that we are actually really living. It's not the highlight reels on Instagram. It's not the, again, the breathwork circles and all of the, the fun stuff. It's the down and dirty reality of everyday human experience and seeing the human element as being spiritual. Your spiritual practice is not just journaling and meditating and praying. Your spiritual practice is navigating the real difficulty and hardships of life. And this is why I love Zen Buddhism. That's why I love Mahayana Buddhism is it's understanding that you are to engage the world in all of its worldliness and transcend it all by the way that you see beyond its image, beyond its concept and becoming into egolessness that you're able to live in and through the world without attachment, without hangups, without clinging, without judgment, all of these things. But it's not about just ejecting from it all. It's about going through it all. This is what I love about the story of Jesus as well. Jesus was most likely in a scene, which was a, a separatist group that lived up in the mountains that was obsessed with purification and apocalypse. They believed that the end of the world was at hand. They believed that the Pharisees and the Sadducees were religious evil people, and they probably were. But what Jesus did that was so catalytic is that he lived the life of a purified monk in the actual city center with the people who are the least and the last of the community, with the lepers, with the prostitutes, with the tax collectors, which tax collectors were people who betrayed their own people and were stealing money from their own people. It was Jewish people who were hired by Romans to come and to set up booths and to take and extract money from their own blood and kin. That's why they were considered the least of the least. And Jesus comes and he calls Matthew, a tax collector, a Levi rather, a tax collector, out of his booth to come and to follow him. The point is, is that the true spiritual masters don't avoid this. They go through it. They transcend the suffering. They carry the cross and die. They lose themselves in love. They understand that it is through the pain, sorrow, and suffering that enlightenment and awakening happens. The first noble truth is that life is suffering. There is a way to transcend it, but we first have to admit and to see it is suffering. It's pain. It's what it is here on this plane of consciousness. And what we have to embody is the practice of self-emptying love for the awakening of self and of every single being that is around us. Inviting constantly, not adding to the suffering and pain, but rather awakening and enlightening, 
not just by turning the light on, but by a lightness. My yoke is easy and my burden is light, Christ says. That we see that the way that the Buddha moved in his teachings was to bring liberation to those who didn't have access to it because of the caste system. Buddhism just completely overrules, overturns all the caste system that he was born into as a prince. It was giving it to those who needed it the most who did not have access to it. And so the point is, it is through that that we understand the spiritual practices. Not by avoiding it, but by going through it, transcending it. Transcending it doesn't mean go around. Transcending means going through and then above. So we go through life and rise above it. That's how we live. And so that feeling of lostness, I'll end with this. The sidetrack rabbit trail was good, but um, needed apparently. But that feeling of lostness also implies that there is some start and some finish. It implies that there is some destination that you are supposed to be at or heading towards and you either are or aren't and you judge everything in your life by your path toward whatever assumed destination you should or shouldn't be at. And so you're only lost if you can't find your way to where you expected to go. So what would happen if you disentangled and unbuckled from all of the expectations of yourself and everyone around you? If you disentangled from the expectations of what God should or shouldn't be or do, of yourself, who you should or shouldn't be, or who you, what you should or shouldn't do, and everyone around you? What if you unbuckled from that concept completely? Because if you can unbuckle from that, the whole idea of lostness dissolves. It's non-existent. And so any moment that you're feeling lost, that's an indicator. I'm attached to a particular expectation or outcome. And I know a lot of people say, well, do you not have goals then? Like, do you not like aim towards something? Is there no trajectory for your life? Is there no meaning or purpose? No. Like, the point is, is that the meaning and purpose is not found by arriving or not arriving. The point is, is that the meaning and purpose is by the daily practice of being. And yeah, you can choose roads and trajectories, but I would be cautious around goals because goals and those sort of metrics only work for people who end up getting there and then they ultimately need another set of goals and they put themselves on the hamster wheel then and if you continue to feel this sense of lostness and inadequacy and scarcity and fear and and not enough then you are continuously putting yourself on the hamster wheel of desire this is the wheel of samsara and you will continue on this wheel and you will continue on this path of relief and crisis relief and crisis all over and over and over again until you dissolve the illusion of any conception of arriving or not arriving of being on the right path or not being on the right path 
the more you can accept that what you're doing right now in this moment is everything. And the choices you make in this moment are everything. The more you can step into that, the more free you're going to feel, the more liberated your life is going to be, and the more open you're going to be to be an instrument of the divine. Because when you're clinging and you're gripping and you're lost in your lostness, you're binding up the potential of divine beauty that wants to express through you. Because I don't know about you, but I get lost in my loathing. I get lost in my judging. I get lost in myself. All of that's about me. Think about that statement, that phrase, I feel lost. Define the I a little bit better. Because that's what it's all about. You're obsessed with I. You become obsessed with self. And to become selfless, you must become egoless. And so as we learn in, in, in Zen, is the more that you detach from the image, you begin to see it all happening in its essence. You begin to pattern your life according to the natural flow. What's the natural flow? Well, you're not going to know the natural flow and you're all bound up with all your ideas and expectations about arriving and not arriving and who you should and shouldn't be and all the conditioning. So don't even think about that yet. You'll know it because the spirit of truth is within you and the truth is always faithful to reveal itself in and through and as you, but your only job is to unbuckle let go, release from all of that stuff, let go of the feeling of lostness, accept that you're not lost. Feel for a second that feeling of being right here right now. And whatever feeling of success you think is going to be, whatever feeling of failure you think there is, doesn't matter, positive, negative, you're still gonna be in you experiencing life as you. Regardless, think back when you were 19. You still were looking through these eyes and functioning in this body. I'm 33. I still feel I'm still in this body. I'm still looking through these eyes. So whatever destination I think I need to be at, when I hit that goal, I'm still going to feel like this. I'm still going to, I'm going to have different circumstances and conditionings, and hopefully I've done better work so that I can continue to overcome those dark nights of the soul. Like I talked about earlier in the video and when those strikes of anxiety come, just like storms, they blow through, you know how to weather them. And that's why a couple weeks ago when I had that gripping chest pain, I knew, even though it irritated me, I knew I had to rely on my practices and they were faithful to see me through the storm. And I was able to continue to unbuckle from the idea that I should be, should, should or shouldn't be anywhere other than where I am right now. And the more faithful I am to the moment and serving in the moment, the more clear every step in front of me will become. But all of this is life. It's beautiful. It's not supposed to be figured out. It's not supposed to be easy. When you can see that that is the game. All of this is the game. 
And to engage it is to play the game well. And you're not lost because you're here navigating this moment. So if you can navigate this moment, you've unlocked life. And you're not lost because you just found your way through. Peace and blessings.